This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. Excited that we get to hang out the day before the election. We've obviously got a lot to talk about. There's going to be some politics today, everybody. I think we all know that's going to happen. There's no way around it. There's no way to avoid an in-depth discussion. I mean, unless we're not going to do a new show. If I was doing a self-help show or something, that would be... You just need to believe in yourself. Uh, maybe I should do that one day, actually. That sounds like fun. But uh, for tomorrow, we got to talk a bit about what's going on in the, uh, in the realm of politics. Talk a little bit about the polling, everything else going on. Got a couple of guests today. We're just going to sort of let it, let it fly. Uh, I can't do what I see on, on various channels of cable news where they've... They're just parsing these polls into oblivion, and we're going to know tomorrow. I mean, how interesting could it be? Oh, you know, at Nevada, it could be up two or could be down three. I've made this point to you before, to be sure, but now it's just everybody is all in on the horse race aspect of it, and that's what people are talking about. I don't find that particularly interesting. Um, I'd rather just sort of wait and see who wins. I do find some of the stories uh, circling around the campaigns right now to be of note. And I also am a little, I get a little sad. Uh, I shouldn't say sad. That's too strong. Uh, A little disappointed that I I neither have cable nor live in a market where there's really much in the way of political advertising. New York is safe territory for Hillary Clinton. I know Donald Trump is a native son of, of New York and, you know, grew up in Queens, New York City his whole life, very attached to the city. And and is not going to make a dent in the uh, stalwart Democrat voting pattern in the city. I think it's two to. I think the New York City registration is two. Might even be three. I think it's three to one Democrat. Um, it's definitely at least two to one Democrat to Republican. I think it might be three to one. Uh, so he's not going to be able to win New York City. That or or New York State, of course. It's, but if you win New York City, you essentially win New York State because of the density of population. And uh, we don't get the ads, the cool ads. I'll play some for you. And when I say cool, I mean interesting, because some of them are really horrific and mean and nasty. But they're of note. They are of interest to me. And I think you'll uh, you'll get a y- y- it'll perk up your ears to hear some of you go, whoa, wait a second. They are not pulling any punches in this stuff. Big story, of course, as we talk about what's going to happen tomorrow. Big news story is that James Comey. FBI director has come out as I as I thought he would has come out and said that there is nothing to see in these in the latest batch of emails. There's nothing to see in the Wiener emails or is there uh, there's not a whole lot going on. He says this is not surprising. And it 
Uh, it su- supports, you know, I was going to write something for theblaze.com last week on the emails, and I just realized, you know, the interesting pieces are all going to have to be, uh, or any interesting written piece after the initial release of a of the Wiener emails. Sorry, it's no way to talk about this without it sounding a little funky. Uh, after the the initial sort of moment of shock and that wore off, it was, well, what's in the emails? Okay, so there's new emails, and it sort of revived the specter of emails haunting Hillary Clinton's campaign. But if the emails didn't have anything, nothing was going to happen. And everyone was concerned that this would be allowed to linger. You'll notice that it was not allowed to linger. You're hearing stories now about special software deployed by the FBI and 24-7 labor applied to this problem to make sure that there was no lingering issue about Hillary's emails before the election. 650,000 emails combed through. That's what they say. And Comey has once again gone from hero to scoundrel to hero for Democrats and the DNC. Uh, He did what I thought he was doing all along, which is to make a show of tenacity and transparency from the FBI perspective to try to regain some of the stature that was lost. And I know people say, oh, Buck, you're saying that Comey, I I wasn't jumping around talking about how Comey had had saved his dignity by doing this thing with Hillary. I was kind of surprised by it. I want to see how it played out. I didn't flip flop on that one. I've always said that standing in front of the American people over the summer, and no one really can challenge this, or no one can come up with a a, a counterfactual, a counter-narrative that sticks, standing in front of the American people and usurping the, in a sense, the authority of the Attorney General, or standing in place of uh, the Attorney General and claiming that there should be no charge, that no reasonable prosecutor would bring charges against Hillary Clinton, that was... The political act, everything since then, has just been damage control for the FBI, as we see. So this was, in fact, an effort, I think, to try and regain some stature for the FBI. And you'll notice that all the stories you were hearing last week about how uh, the FBI is overrun with Republican operatives and it's anti-Hillary turf and there are all these resignations. And I I find those all incredibly hard to believe now. I found them pretty hard to believe then, although we had to report on them because that's what was being reported. But anytime you get into this realm of single source, anonymous sourcing, uh, people that won't be named but claim to have direct access to the investigation, very few people in the FBI would have really known much of anything about the email investigation. Very few. Other Other than those who were, in fact, themselves doing the investigative work or... Very senior people and very senior people are not are not generally speaking on record about how the FBI is in terrible, terrible shape and it's looking really bad and leadership sucks. You tend not to have leaders going on going on with uh, journalists, even off the record, talking about how leadership sucks. Unlikely that's going to happen or that did happen. So I think you can look back now if you're curious about this and see a lot of what was being said and a lot of the reporting and say to yourself, OK, well, so that was just just a big propaganda war and journalists uh, with books to sell or with names that they're trying to get out there more, given that it's been a pretty weird election cycle for a lot of us. Uh, we're just saying, oh, well, I've got a source in the FBI who says X or I've got a source in the FBI who says Y. You can never check this stuff. I don't do that. I could play that game a lot more than I do. Um, one, I don't like to ever put people in a position where I would ask a friend a question that professionally would make him uncomfortable. So I just I, I just don't do it. Uh, and also, I, I find it uh, far too convenient much of the time 
that people that want to get on name your cable TV channel and talk about their sources. And my sources inside whatever tell you what the dominant meme right now on uh, in, on the right in social media is. It, it happens to solidify that narrative. Isn't that convenient? What a shock. What a shock. Uh, but so here we are. The FBI has said there's nothing seen in those emails. We can't find that surprising because what were they, as I said to you last week, unless there was uh, smoking gun evidence of some kind of a cover-up, which I don't think, and even then, I, I don't know if that changes anything. I, people were telling me that they really believe that dump means to publicly share. I mean, yeah, you can have sometimes an email, you know, you'll talk about a Friday document dump, but from what I was reading with Podesta, uh, to me, it seemed pretty clear he meant, you know, you got to you got to get rid of them because how could he want to get ahead of it by releasing all these emails to the public without knowing what he didn't know what was in every Clinton email. That's crazy. He wouldn't do that. I would think. And that's not what they did either. So they, so they, even if you give Podesta the benefit of the doubt with the dump issue, uh, somehow his advice, his advice was not just ignored, but they went in the complete opposite direction. But you see, here's what we know. And here's what we knew before the Wiener emails were unleashed on the public. I'm not trying to make this sound weird. It's just every time you start talking about Anthony Weiner now, you, you go down a path, whether you, you want to or not. The, the double entendre uh, are thick. Um, oh, God. Anyway, pardon me. So, yeah. So, uh, where were we? We were talking about, I can't believe I just walked into that one. Uh, we were, we were, t- <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yes. So they already have classified. They've already found, uh, classified in the emails and they did nothing. They said that it was not, it was unintentional. And so therefore not a standard that will be used for any other national security investigations, by the way. Uh, we might have someone on later in the week. I think he'll talk to us about how he intends to use that defense. I think that defense will be. Uh, well, I, I think the feds will, won't, won't not only will they not accept that as a defense for non Clintons, they're going to make a uh, an exa- they're going to make examples of people just like the Obama administration with more espionage act prosecutions than every other president before Obama combined. You've got to You've got to keep that in mind always about this. Obama was sending a very clear message. The Democrat establishment in the White House and around it was sending a very clear message. We can leak, we can play games, we can play politics. Anybody else tries that crap, they're going to prison forever and their life is ruined. That was the message they were sending. Leaks happen all the time. Leaks happen from the top of DIA, CIA, DOD, ABCDEFG, you name it. They happen all the time from the top. And they're often blessed, but not officially blessed, meaning that the people who are powerful know and they know they'll cover each other and it's okay but it won't be sort of an on-the-record situation necessarily. They just want certain information out in the public. There's two sets of rules. One of the most important takeaways I think we have from the entire election is that there are, in fact, two sets of rules, and the system is rigged. And Clintons stand atop the rigged system. And they do so in such a brazen fashion that it's hard to imagine there's anything at this point that could shame them out of the public's eyes, could dramatically change their fortunes. The Clintons have become impervious to shame. That's quite a thing. That's quite a skill. They've been there for a while, but we've seen it really is. They are invulnerable to uh, 
indignity. There's there's nothing. There's nothing that can sort of uh, be too much for them. There's nothing that's too obvious, nothing that's too blatant. Whether it's Bill's uh, assaults on women in the past, his flights on the pedophile plane or p- to pedophile island on the on the Epstein plane, or you know, it doesn't matter. Hillary lying about the email server. Hillary lying about this and that. Chelsea allegedly now perhaps having the Clinton Foundation pay for her wedding. I don't think there's never enough money for these people, and they really in, they really seem to get a special joy out of breaking the rules and being above them. Uh, I think there's a sort of strange deviant desire that they have to find ways to do things that are illicit, even when it's just they don't have to. It's like I, I mentioned before about about Hillary. She reminds me of some of these kleptomaniac celebrities that are, are, are multimillionaires, but they want to go steal a $200 sweater or something and, and get caught. You know, I mean, Hillary, Hillary, I think, likes to do things that are that are illicit, that are illegal, that break the rules and and do it. So brazenly, so publicly, so obviously, knowing that she's invulnerable, I think that's sort of the, the Clinton spin on all of this stuff. Back to Comey for a second. There was nothing we were going to find in those emails that was going to change. I, I, when I say nothing, I was 99.9% sure that we would not find out anything especially new or interesting in those emails. Comey came out and did this because it's a big show of how nonpartisan the FBI is when they've got the information it hurts Hillary they'll let it go when they've got the information that clears Hillary they'll let it go all of that is moot the reality is that the FBI director decided to help out the very politicized attorney general and go on TV and say that no charges should no prosecutor would bring charges a comment that no prosecutor who's being honest and forthright would really make in that situation because how would you know you're going to speak for James Comey speaks for he's an FBI director. Now he speaks for all prosecutors. Isn't that interesting? So the email situation's over with, by the way, just in time for a little bump for Hillary's campaign, isn't it? The timing matters a whole lot. Uh, the race is less close today than it was on Friday, based on everything we can see and hear. Just in time for everybody to go to the polls tomorrow. We got more here. We got a lot more. So. Stay with me. I do want to also hear your take on what's happening. Um, I want to sort of give you my general view. Of I'm actually in a good mood today, even though the election's happening tomorrow, and I find this to be a deeply dispiriting and depressing election. Uh, I'm in a good mood today because it's almost over. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 